Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uktana, and today we'll be working with five foundational pieces for incorporating energy work into your life or your practice. Everyone has the ability to do energy work. In fact, we do it naturally throughout our day without even realizing it. Anytime we touch someone's shoulder to get their attention, give or receive a hug, reach out our hand in concern, or make direct eye contact, we're doing energy work. Some of our life force is manifested to the other, and we receive energy from them in return. We also do energy work when cleaning the house or car, doing honeydew projects, crafting, working on hobbies, or putting effort into our newest side hustle. There's a huge amount of information out in the world talking about energy work in terms of it being from a source out there, something which can only be learned through a mystery school, which takes a huge amount of formal training to access, and which can be commodified into special practices you can access through purchasing this workshop, that blessing, or the other ancient secret tool, all of which is fine, but seems to make things much more complicated than they need to be. Energy work is something we do naturally. But this doesn't mean we're skilled at it or don't need to put effort into making it useful. It can be more beneficial to think of energy work not as a mystery, but as akin to using your legs. Most people have legs or leg equivalents and learn at some point how to use them for supporting their torso and arms in any number of positions, as well as moving them from place to place. Beyond this, there are any number of things which can be done with them from playing sports to dancing, climbing, skiing, martial arts, skipping, swimming, jumping, and running. All of these things are possible, but none of them are handed to any of us. We have to build up muscle, practice technique, learn from mistakes, heal from injuries which teach us boundaries, and practice, practice, practice in order to incorporate each skill into our mind-body-brain so it becomes innate. And of course, all of these are use-it-or-lose-it, as any athlete or anyone who has been on bed rest for any length of time will tell you. So fundamental one is begin at the beginning. As Pima Chodron has said, start where you are. And where each of us needs to start is with our own body and how we manifest energy in and through it. No matter what type of energy work you are or will do, no matter what technique you use or what tools you employ, all energy work uses the same mechanism. You. Not just the body, not just the mind, not just the soul, but the entire package. Unfortunately, Western culture has taught us to think of ourselves like a mobile hanging over a child's crib. Disparate parts loosely connected to a framework which spin near and around each other in a pattern when wound up. We are taught to see our mind as controlling, our emotions as interfering, our body as a mechanism which breaks down at the drop of a hat, and our soul as a quiet voice in the background we can tune into or not. And if this is how we live, then this is what we manifest as our experience of ourselves. So, this is where we begin. 
knitting our experience of ourselves back into a whole. Let me give you an example. Starting with your dominant hand, left or right, doesn't matter. Curl your fingers into your palm until they create a fist. Make sure you do this in a way which brings your fingertips dragging across the base of your thumb until they're fully curved into the middle of your hand. You can think of it like scraping peanut butter off your palm. Repeat this until your hand is warm and you can feel the sensation through your palm all the way up to your heart center, or until your knuckles start to complain a bit. Five to ten times should do it. Then switch to your non-dominant hand and repeat. Switch back to your dominant hand and now do the motion but flick your fingers outward as you open your hand. Note how your fingers begin to feel similar to your palm and both become warm if not hot. Then do the same with your non-dominant hand. Then do them both together. There are no bonus points for doing this too fast or too slow. Once you're done pause. Move your attention away from your hands and to the area or room you're in. Note the room has subtly changed. You may feel things a bit more intently, be feeling an emotion, or see things in sharper focus. Or your nervous system may be alerting to this change as something which is concerning and so you feel uncomfortable or strange. This is okay. Allow yourself to feel these things while your hands return to normal. You have now converted the ambient energy processes in your hands into something which is active and conscious. You can think of this like opening your third eye. You're now able to access more of you and of the world around you. So second step, using your non-dominant hand, place your index finger and thumb around your dominant wrist. So if you're right-handed, use your left hand to circle your wrist. You don't need anything more than a light touch. Notice there's a difference between the energy in the hand you're holding versus the arm it's attached to. Almost like your fingers have become a filter or membrane between them. Slide your finger and thumb up your arm slowly, moving this filter gently to your elbow, then let go the heat will have moved to include your arm. You may notice the skin of the arm is more sensitive and aware, or you may note where things feel slightly off, or the energy doesn't want to stay just at the elbow. Repeat this process on your non-dominant side. So use your dominant hand, index finger, pointer finger, and thumb, and circle around your other wrist. Note the difference between the hand, and the wrist, then move your fingers up your arm to the elbow and release. Once you've done both arms, you can repeat this process to move the filter past your elbows to your shoulders, and then past your shoulders to your center at the clavicles, the hollow of your throat. At each stage, move slowly, gently, and do not allow your mind to wander. If it does, or if you feel uncomfortable, the desire to rush, or even to do something else, then end the practice and ground the energy by placing your hands on the floor or on stone. A kitchen counter will do in a pinch if it's granite. 
To complete the process, move at your own pace over days or weeks to activate your conscious energy throughout your body. Don't rush this process as you can trigger emotional responses, trauma processing, old wounds, coping mechanisms, or defense responses. To do this throughout your body, move from the clavicle gently up the throat with forefingers and thumbs like you're measuring your throat for a necklace. Go gently from the jaw to the ears, the nose to the brow, the brow to the crown. Then move down the body just as slowly and gently. At the hips, start with your dominant leg and go down a few inches at a time until you move all the way down through the toes. Then go back and do the non-dominant leg. Don't think of this as a goal to achieve. We don't learn to stand and walk with our legs and then never walk again. We learn to stand and walk, then incorporate these things into most other things we do when awake. Fundamental two is healer, heal thyself. There's a quote from one of my favorite shows, Firefly, which comes to mind when talking about being a practitioner of any kind, healing or otherwise. Jubal Early says, You ought to be shot or stabbed, lose a leg, to be a surgeon, you know. Know what kind of pain you're dealing with. They make psychiatrists get psychoanalyzed before they can get certified, but they don't make a surgeon get cut on. That seem right to you? As you are the means by which energy work will be expressed into the world, and there is no means to bypass the mind-body-brain in doing so, it's important for you to know yourself. This doesn't mean you have to be fully and completely healed in order to do energy work. No one is. So, if it were the case, no energy work would be done. However, you do need to gain a fair amount of familiarity with your body in order to use energy effectively. Think about an athlete or a dancer. Not only are they fully aware of their capabilities, but also their boundaries, their limitations, and the current status of their health and well-being. For an athlete, it's not about whether or not they're injured, but what the injury means for them as far as what they can and should do today, where they are in their process, and how best to move forward. This can mean pushing through something, focusing on rehab and rest, or going completely off script and replenishing with comfort food and entertainment. For energy work, this means expanding on the technique of fundamental one, but using it for journalistic investigation, diagnosis, and evaluation. So first, going back through the body with the fundamental one process you've now learned, allow the energy to direct your attention to any place which feels either resistant to the process or desiring more attention. Do not do anything to this area. If you immediately seek to remedy the situation, you've already created a block to energy work. Again, Western culture has taught us the body is broken and a mechanism, so it needs to be constantly monitored and repaired like a car needing an oil change. Resist the unconscious urge to continue in this way. Instead, allow yourself to turn your journalistic attention to this area. Hold your hands there and allow the area to inform you of what it holds, what it wants, its needs, and even desires. Allow yourself to know these things. Don't second guess. Sometimes knowing is enough. Once you've got the message, you'll feel a shift and can move on. Sometimes there's an emotion which needs to go through you or there may be an action. 
If so, act on this. Also, remember we're complicated creatures with layers and layers of self, interconnections with everything and accretions of behaviors, reactions, and experiences, all of which are in and of our body. It's not that there aren't simple answers, but pull the string and you'll unravel things to a more complicated section sooner or later. The point of this is not to heal things necessarily, but to become familiar with yourself as an energetic being, just as an athlete becomes fully aware of themselves as a physical, manifesting, expressive being. Move through your body until you feel comfortable with all aspects of you from tip to toe. Fundamental three is energy out, energy in. Energy work is like breathing. You can't just breathe out unless you want to pass out. You have to breathe in as well. Most people think of this in terms of working in a clean and safe environment, and I agree, it's a good idea. If you're going to work out your legs, make sure you're doing it somewhere you have room to maneuver, you're not going to get run over, and you won't trip on random things. However, what is, if not more important, is to realize you can't put energy into something or someone without connecting to them. And so, while you're putting energy out, you're going to be taking in energy from them, even if you're doing it through a distance healing or energy process. You can't run if your feet don't touch the road, and it's impossible to avoid getting wet if you're going to stand in the water. For example, it's not uncommon for energy workers to want to hold crystals before buying them or to touch spiritual implements before working with them. And all of us at one time or another have experienced being bit by that object meaning it has felt like a sting, a cold stab, or a sudden no, which causes us to put the object down. This isn't bad and doesn't mean anything is wrong any more than touching a cup which is too hot is a negative message. Some things are too hot to hold right away, some things are too cold, and we need to learn to navigate working with them just like we learn to navigate the kitchen when we're growing up. So, when you're going to do energy work, consider who or what you're going to be working with. If you're sensitive to others' emotions, you might not want to do energy work on someone who is depressed or in a rage. If your nervous system is telling you the issue the other person has is too much, too hard, or too overwhelming, acknowledge this as true wisdom and suggest doing something else. Also, continue to be the journalist when extending your energy to others through your hands or otherwise. What you do in practice won't necessarily feel the same or work the same when done with or on someone or something else. Don't assume. Keep your mind and senses open and always be willing to learn. Fundamental four. Information in. Energy is both life force, which manifests us and everything around us, and information. This means doing energy work will enhance the amount of information you intake about not only the receiver, but also yourself and everything around you. While people often think of this like going to a live concert where you can choose to go there or not, but once you're there you have little to no control over the experience, in reality it's more like media, where we can choose to stream something, then turn it off when we're ready to be done. For those who have developed empathy as a coping mechanism due to a difficult childhood or suffer from hypervigilance, when working energy, there will be a tendency to either get flooded and overwhelmed 
or to exert extreme control over the information coming through. Neither is helpful and often can be a hindrance. In learning to be in good relationship with the information you'll receive, I recommend practicing doing energy work with objects first, such as antiques, river rocks, or things you've collected over the years which have good memories. Being the journalist, extend your energy into the object through your fingertips. Allow the object to respond with its energy, all of which has information encoded into it. Allow your knowingness to fill with what it has to tell. This can range from stories of how it was made, times when it was used, its current status of well-being, and so on. Using energy and your mind-body knowing, you can start to discern what is all in your head or what you might be making up versus what is actual information from the object. I guarantee objects will not give you logical problem-solving style facts about what it all means. This is in your head. Objects express experiences, tell stories, give visuals, and share feelings. When you can access this level of information while still remaining yourself and being centered and grounded, you're ready to move on to animals and people. Fundamental five is information out. Energy work is not something we do in the same way we have a job, you know, put on a uniform or slip into work mode. We are the instrument we use in order to do energy work, and it's through our whole being which energy is being manifested, warts and all. While we may work with beings on the other side, allow ourselves to be a hollow bone which permits universal energies to flow through us, or step aside so others can do the work through us, it's still us the work is being done through. There's no means for who we are, what we are, and how we are being in the moment to be separate from energy work. Or, as Bill Murray says in Groundhog's Day, don't drive angry. If you're coming down with something like a cold, don't pass this along to others or tax your system by doing energy work. Honor yourself and them by using the energy to heal. If you're healing from an injury, have overtaxed yourself doing other things, or are processing something personally, take care of yourself. By doing so, You're not only honoring your own divinity, you're manifesting this honoring energy into the world and serving as a role model for others to do the same. If you know there are situations or personalities which trigger you, don't push to do the work anyway. Harming yourself does no one any good, and pushing through delays the solution which the other or others are seeking. Working with these five fundamentals lays the foundation for any energy practice or modality you wish to practice from Reiki to quantum healing. And even if you never do energy work outside your circle of family and friends, knowing how you manifest energy within yourself and the world is a priceless gift. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can see all my other offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Terry Thanks. Bye.